This is episode 174 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, we're talking about how to be magnetic. Yep, this is something I know we all want as we launch our products, share our ideas with the world. It's more people to be interested, to turn their attention towards us. So if you want to learn how to be more magnetic, I'll see you on the other side. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey there, welcome back to those of you who join me every week here on the Fearless Launching Show. And hello, nice to meet you if you're new to Anland, Fearless Launching Land, whatever you want to call this land. So let me ask you something. How would you like to be more magnetic and attractive? Now, I'm not just talking in your daily personal life as you walk down the street, having people stare at you or people just coming up up to you out of the blue, though maybe you'd like that as well. But what I'm talking about is magnetic in your business. How would you like to put out products, webinars, do Facebook Lives, put up pictures, whatever the case is, and people just seem to be attracted to what you're doing, whether you're selling anything yet or you're just getting started. People imagine people are so aligned with who you are and what you do that they can't help but want to be around you, want to be in your courses, want to buy your products, want to like your photos, want to comment, want to be around you. So if you're not sure, you might want to ask yourself if you've ever felt oddly, oddly I say, but oddly drawn to someone online in your industry, maybe a teacher, maybe a business owner, maybe a celebrity, there was something about them that just like drew you in, right? Uh, I'm a mentor inside Marie Forleo's B-School right now, and so many of the B-Schoolers are literally saying things like, I just felt drawn to you and to B-School. I knew this is where I needed to be. So if you want that, if you want people to feel that same way about you and what you offer, you're going to love today. I'm bringing on my guest, uh, Sally Hope, who Sally and I have known each other for quite a while now, almost since the beginning of her business. And we met at Marie Forleo's Rich, Happy and Hot Live event that Marie ran for uh, several years. And... Sally is the creator of the Wild Heart Revolution. She's a life coach, a kundalini yoga instructor. And even though she doesn't call herself this, I really think she is a community builder and and curator and is able to really bring groups of people together. And recently, she also created a 
course, a program that she runs live every, I don't know how often she runs it, definitely several times a year, but it's a 40-day meditation challenge. So I recently saw her on Instagram during her launch and I thought, I gotta have her on the show. So without further ado, let's just get into the conversation. It's a really juicy one and I think you're really going to enjoy it, especially if you've ever wondered what makes some people magnetic. Well, you know, maybe you don't even, maybe there are some days you feel more magnetic than others, but what makes, what makes that happen? How, how can you be more attractive and chanting and magnetic to other people so that they want to work with you? Okay, let's do this. Thank you so much, Sally, for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Okay. So now before we dive into really the topic today, which is really a conversation, I I don't want to say it's how to be magnetic and attractive, especially as it relates to this whole business thing that, you know, that many people are coming to this podcast for. But I, I, before we get into that conversation of what it takes and like what magnetism is, why it's important and, and, um, other things that we were just chatting about, um, before the recording, I would love to know a little bit more about you and have you share that with the listeners. So, so Sally, would you tell me a little bit more about your business and, you know, what your passions are really? I don't want to, don't want to say like, what do you do for a living? <laughs> I'd rather just say, you know, what are you passionate about? What are you, wh- what do you help people with? Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. And thank you so much for reframing that because I am a multi-passionate person who does a lot of different things. And so I always sort of cringe whenever I get that question of what do you do? I'm like, Oh, how do I say like, there's so many things. I do everything. (laughs) Yeah. You know, just to give people who don't know me a little background, I started out um, as a musician. I then turned into a life coach and then I um, launched a membership program that was called the wild heart revolution. And it was all about um, giving access, really top quality coaching access in a group form at a price that anybody could afford. Because what I found was people really, really needed support and help and not everybody could afford the um, hourly rates that coaching usually provides. And so my solution to that was creating a membership group um, coaching program. And from there, um, I started to get really inspired by, and actually even before that, I think, I think where my passion really lies is where people really start to understand that they can change their own lives. And I know that that's really simple, but, um, and this is not a sexy Mm -hmm. thing to say, but I get very interested in alleviating suffering. I think that we as humans suffer a lot and, I've found by talking to a lot of people, I've been in business since 2009. um, So that entire time of consistently talking to people, we all have a lot of the same basic sufferings, um, the same basic topics that come up, the same things that uh, ail us all. 
And, um, I've been kind of on a mission since that time to, to explore that and see what are the techniques and tools and ways that we can work within our own lives to help make those situations easier, help make us a little bit. And I'm using air quotes here because the word happy (laughs) is such a interesting word. Everybody defines it different, but how do we become happier, more fulfilled, um, more engaged in our own experiences, people in life. And how do we go through life um, suffering a little bit less? And so, you know, marketing wise, it's like, how do you, I'm going to teach you how to suffer less. Like that's not the tagline, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that is the thing that I get really passionate about is I just don't believe that we need to suffer as much as we do. Um, and that can be, you know, big traumas that could be little traumas that could be just things that in our lives are just not satisfying. And, and how do we go through life exploring that stuff? So we, we live better, we live more fulfilled, we live more engaged. Um, Uh, and so now, yeah, so now what form that looks like for me. So it was, it was one-on-one coaching in the beginning, then it was sort of group coaching in the middle and it has shifted, um, to include all of those things, but more now I teach meditation. I teach Kundalini yoga and meditation, um, tools so that people can have something very, very tangible to work through this stuff. Because the big joke in, um, well, my big joke at least in (laughs) Kundalini meditations is whatever you're going through in life, there's a meditation for that. So these particular meditations, have themes. So if you're feeling anxiety or if you're feeling depression or if you're having grief or you want to work on courage or fearlessness, you know, there's a specific meditation for each one of those things, which as a type A kind of person who's very goal oriented, I'm like, yes, like, okay, I can Google what my problem is and then find a meditation that speaks exactly to that. So that's what I'm really, really interested in and passionate about right now. And I say right now because, you know, I'm a growing being that will (laughs) change and I get interested in lots of different things. So that's where I'm at, everyone. Yeah. No. So Sally, I was just, as you were talking, I'm like, when did Sally and I first meet? Did we, were you in Marie's thing that was online a long time ago or were you not in that or did I meet you at RHH live it must have been RHH live because I that was my first foray into the Marie Forleo world so I did Mm -hmm. b-school the very first year in 2010 and then um I did RHH live the very first RHH live okay that would make sense that you were like all up in it like that, that year. I just remember definitely, definitely meeting you at RHH Live, but I wasn't sure if you were in that kind of initial, she did like a virtual mastermind. Yeah, no, I know. I, yeah. I remember people talking about that, but I wasn't a part of that. Interesting. Well, I feel like it's just been forever that we've <laughs> known each other. And and I think we've definitely been in in groups with each other. So I just find it really fascinating where things are going with you. And I I watch you. First of all, I feel like we first have a connection with the whole rocker thing. Um, the difference is I chose, not, even though I recorded, I was in the studio, I did a lot of that out here in Los Angeles. I, as soon as it came to, oh, I have to put a band together and like, go do shows and stuff. I was like, well, I don't really want to do that. 
Like I did some of that, but I didn't. I didn't really take it to the limit. And I was like, well, that's okay. I can't. And I was already in the, can I just upload it online, get it, you know, to CD Baby and then have them distribute it to iTunes or whatever? Like that's where my head was. I wasn't even thinking about going out and performing too much. Um, so I think that there's that. That's cool. That's a cool um, connection. Connection. Definitely. And then. Um, you know, just, um, I think getting to know each other even better, you know, you know, behind the scenes working together on, on B school and stuff. So that, that's been great. Um, but now today, like the current, current place we're at, I, I think what I noticed was that you were doing a, and you, you were launching a 40 day meditation challenge. Um, would you tell us a little bit about that? what that is? Sure. So, um, I recently just launched, um, like Ann said, a 40 day meditation challenge. What I found. So the, the thing behind this is I, if I, if this was like a yearbook, like least like most likely to succeed thing, I would be the least likely to succeed in anything yoga or meditation related. Like I'm not <laughs> a person who comes from this world where, you know, Oh, meditation, like, yeah, that's totally what I want to do. I was the opposite of that. I was like, eh, this world, this yoga situation, this meditation thing is not for me. <laughs> yoga it's like situation. I like yeah. That. I mean, I was not a yogi type person. I never did any yoga before I found this particular style that really spoke to me. But when I first started out, one of the teachers suggested that I take on a 40 day meditation. I can choose whatever theme I wanted. So I Googled, I'm like, what am I going through right now? You know? And I, I Googled and I found this one that was called, um, it was basically for getting yourself a magnetic and enchanting personality. And it would bring, I do too. It would bring opportunities your way. It would bring you unexpected friends, Um, and it would also project from your heart what you wanted and bring to you what essentially, you know, magnetize the things that you want. I'm like, this sounds really amazing. (laughs) And I had never been able to meditate for more than three minutes for more than one day, really. And, um, I took on this challenge for myself and what I found was that it, it worked for me, you know, it was this interesting thing where literally, the next day or the next week or something after I'd been doing this meditation, I got gifted from a total stranger, a free motorcycle, um, that I had just been (laughs) wanting like this. And it was this wild, you know, and that, that's a very physical manifestation of something, you know, but there were all these other benefits to my life. Like, and so I continued to do these 40 day meditations one after the other, after the other. And the reason 40 days isn't important is because, Um, some people believe, and I'm not going to say like, it's the truth because, you know, there's lots of different theories and beliefs out there. But, um, in this particular practice, they believe that 40 days is the least amount of days it takes to change a habit. If you do something consistently for a certain amount of time for that many days in a row that you become, you, you give yourself a new habit. And I was like, I could probably use some discipline. I'm the type of person, I'm more of an artist type you know, then I am like a super disciplined type. And so I'm like, I could probably use this in my life. And so I found that there were so many amazing benefits of this. And then I started to do one meditation after the other for, for years. So at this point at which I launched this, it has been over three years of doing consistent, either 40 or 90 or 120 day meditations. And I've just seen the benefit. I've seen 
how much it not only helps my own life, but the people around me and the people who have been doing these with me alongside me, whether they're friends or people I instruct or help. Um, and I wanted to provide that for people in a more accessible way. I mean, people hear the word meditation and they like cringe and they're like, Oh, I can never do that. Or, Oh, I, I I'm stuck at that. Or, you know, there's this really interesting <laughs> stigma <laughs> and reaction about the word yeah. meditation, which I totally get. And so the challenge and interesting thing for me that this is the part I love about it is that I get to, um, turn it on its head a little bit. I get to show people that it's not what you expect it can be really different. It can involve things like music and singing or, you know, it's really, it's not just about sitting there watching your breath, you know, it mm-hmm. can be very, and it can still call meditation. So, um, I, I put together a 40 day and I call it a challenge, you know, a 40 day meditation challenge where I take people through this particular meditation, the magnetic and enchanting personality one, um, as a group and I provide a back end, um, it's on a platform. So mm-hmm. it's like a, you know, a teaching platform. And then there's also a live Facebook group. Cause that's kind of where my area of expertise has become. Um, and you know, it's just this amazing fun thing where we all get to do this meditation together and field all those questions of like, I think I'm doing it wrong or <laughs> <laughs> it's not working or, oh my God, I just manifested a large sum of money, which is what I wanted to lo- manifest. And then everybody celebrates. So it's, it's this pretty cool cross-section of experiences within this 40-day deal. So are you going to keep doing this? Or is this like, you're, I know you said you're just in like week two right now. So if yeah. people wanted to join it, we'll have a link so that you can join that list. But are you planning on just kind of, you know, taking a break after it? At, like as far as, leading a group, not necessarily yourself, but then going back in and seeing, you know, doing it again? Yeah. So I definitely imagine doing more of these throughout the year. Um, probably will pick different topics so that the people who want to want to join again. So basically how it's gone. So last year I did one at the end of the year, the last 40 days of the year called beaming and creating the future. So this is basically about how to um, let go of the things that have happened in the previous year and that you could be really intentional for the things that you want in the coming year. So that's that I ran that the second time this year. So that is like a yearly thing at that time of the year. And I imagine that I just that, love the, I like the words. I know. I, I, I'm amazing. Like, every time you just said the other one, I was like, where was I? I needed that one. Um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're all, you know, cause they all speak you know, things when you say, I'm going to beam and create my future, you're like beaming. What does that mean? But we know what it means in our hearts. Yeah, you know, we you feel can, it. we feel you it. can, you feel it. And, and that's another thing about this particular practice of meditation is the words have a lot to do with it. It, the words have a, a frequency and a vibration and we know what they mean. I mean, my business is called wild heart. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to explain what that means to people. People seem to know what it means in their heart. And so it's this really interesting thing that happens when you, you become attracted to this thing, you know? So, so I, what I imagine is going to happen is there's going to be, um, and this is all fairly new for me, everyone. So, you know, you're kind of hearing it at, I've been doing it for a few years, but it's also bringing it to the public is, is fairly new. So, 
I yeah. ran the beaming and creating the future one two years in a row. This one that's right after the beaming and creating is magnetic enchanting personality. So the, the idea behind that was, okay, we just spent the past 40 days beaming into the universe or wherever the things that we want to call in. Okay. So the next step of that is how do we become the type of person that actually attracts that in, in a very intentional way every day for 40 days. So we don't just say, okay, new year's resolution. I want this thing and then forget about it. It's kind of like, okay, we get to continue the good thing we've just created. And then, so after this meditation, there will be something that builds on that. And I'm, I haven't picked it yet, so I'm not positive. So what I imagine is that it, throughout the year, there's going to be these different like things that build on themselves. Because what I found is the people who did the um, beaming and creating the future ones who are also doing now the magnetic um, personality ones, they're, they're manifesting this crazy stuff. Like, I, I'm, And because I'm like, it is kind of a series, it's a story. It's, it is. It's like something, like you said, that builds upon... The, their past experience, what they it does into the future. It, yeah. It's like, it's like going to the gym guys. So it's kind of like, you know, if you a go muscle. to the gym, it's a muscle. If you go yeah. to the gym once, you know, it's good because great, you know, you, you did that. That was awesome for the day. Um, but you're not going to go from zero to six pack abs by going like once every week or maybe once every month, you know, it's because you, you are consistent and it's the same thing with meditating. It's like, you know, your, whatever your metaphorical six pack ab thing that you want to bring into your life. It's not like you just meditate, you know, once in a while and then it happens. It's kind of like you, you focus in your energy and you're committed to yourself and to the things that you want in your life that you do this enough that it builds on itself like the muscle. And then eventually you get your metaphorical six pack abs, you know, whenever it's meant to show up for you. Yeah, you know, I'm actually I'm I'm also connecting it to like the beaming, the beaming into the future that that if someone had done that, let's say, who's listening, they they could could have been kind of almost vision casting in a way what what they wanted to happen on their launch. And then they move into I'm like, of course, linking it to launching, then, you know, as as we're all doing, we all want to be magnetic and attractive and have people come into our like want to be part of our launch want to experience that whether they whether they buy or not become customers or not. But I think that launching kind of just brings that like we want people to be attracted to us. So I can I could see how even just these two kind of cycles of these two kind of 40 day periods would be great for someone who's doing something in their business. Yep. It's actually, it's really, really useful in business. I mean, I think that's one of the areas that meditation doesn't talk about, you know, because again, the word has so many connotations for people. It's kind of like, nobody knows what it actually does. It's kind of like, I know I'm supposed to do this. I should be calmer maybe, or I don't know, whatever. Clear my mind, whatevs. Clear, clear my (laughs) mind as if that's even possible, which it is not. So You know, but what I love about these particular ones is they're so specific that you can then apply them to like a launch. I mean, I have some people in my 40 day right now who signed up specifically for their launch. They're like, I want, you know, this amount of people and this amount of situation, you know, money or whatever in my launch. And they're using it in that way. I love that. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. like I said, like, like we were talking about 
before this, I knew I was going to keep referencing our before the before the conversation <laughs> conversation, but that that need to so so if you don't mind, let's like just talk about the whole idea of being magnetic and why. First of all, I feel like we all kind of place so much importance on that for ourselves. And I, I don't know if we always go into it with like the best intentions, you know, like it's an yeah. ego thing. So what does it really truly mean to be magnetic to other people so that they want to connect with us? They want to be, it doesn't matter what we're doing. They want to be part of it. Like that, that's something more than just saying, I want 50 people in my program. That's, you know, people who want to connect with you. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the bottom line of launching is that what we're trying to do, if we strip everything away, we're trying to, to bring something that we really, really believe helps people yes. into the world and have, have more people see it. Yeah. And it comes from the place usually, you know, hopefully, <laughs> um, of service and yeah. of, of believing in wanting the world to be the vision that you see the world, you know, whether it's meditation or a business course or whatever it is, you know, health. Um, we all are putting in the effort for our businesses because we believe in something and we care about something. And so, you know, it's really easy to switch from that place to the anxiety place of, for sure. and I, I need to get this many people mm -hmm. in there in order to one, pay my bills two make me feel like I'm a valuable person three, um, prove to myself that I can do it. You know, there's all of these things that go into our business numbers themselves. But the thing that I get really, really interested in more than any of that is the place of service is the yeah. place that starts it all together, which is the place that magnetizes people to us. You know, we have all heard in the marketing world that stories sell and heart, you know, like, um, going behind the scenes and showing results. And, you know, that's why we're all told to tell our stories in some ways. Like, why would I hire you based on somebody else? You know, it's like, well, look at what she's been through. Look at what she's been able to create. You know, it's, it's a way that our society works is like, we like to see examples yeah, and we like to grab on to those things. And so when you're being a magnetic person, you know, what you're actually doing in my opinion is you are aligning yourself like your own personal energy and vibration and frequency with that place that started you out in the first place, which is I care about this and I care about it so much that I want to share it with other people because I have a vision of the world, like for me, where people don't suffer as much. Um, for somebody else, it might be where somebody isn't obsessed about their food intake or something like that. Right. Um, and so, you know, to me, what being magnetic is, is it's actually about aligning to your own truth. And people, excuse people me, people respond to that. Well, because they can tell, you know, I think, I think the thing that we all forget is, um, people know when we're trying to just sell to them or people can feel like there's something energetic that happens without us knowing it. We could have the most perfect copy, the best sales page and best funnel. Um, our social media could be super tight and I'm sure this has happened to your listeners. It has happened to me when, you know, I'm trying so hard to be perfect about my launch and sell something, but my energy is not aligned to it. Totally. It, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of like I spent all this money on this copywriter and this beautiful site and nobody's buying it. Whereas 
I could throw up a video in my PJs and be like, this is why I care about this, you guys. Like, oh my God, this is what I want for you. And a million people sign up. And I'm just like, wow, that's that to me, it talks more about being magnetic than about trying to get 50 people in my group. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is, um, in this uh, program that I, that, that I was telling you about the message lab, that is kind of the, the first thing we talk about is it, it, I, I don't know. I'm not looking at it from the point of being magnetic. I'm just saying, I, I talk to them about like what, what that moment when you're really like in your idea and you're in that thing that you're passionate about, that's when you need to be creating the communication, thinking about yes. what you want to say, because that's, the, that's when it's going to be the best. You got to do that at your top of your kind of like ener energy in a sense, because try to write those emails in the middle of a launch when you're stressed out, anxious, fearful, <laughs> worrying, or ashamed of maybe how things are going so far. And people can feel it. And, and I mean, you and I both know, because we work with a lot of people who are not even near us, we can tell when something's off. There, It's so easy now to feel, even across email, when there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, it's kind of the benefit and also the curse of having so much social media. It's like we now are way more sensitive to yeah. advertising and yep. people selling to us, you know, because we're, we're so used to, and I'm air quoting again, seeing behind the scenes because, you yeah. know, everybody knows that behind the scenes still is, is not curated. really. Yeah. <laughs> you know, except for, you know, the people that I follow and uh, appreciate the most are the ones that don't curate that, you know, yeah. but that's a totally different point. Um, you know, we're just so used to seeing so many people sell to us all the time that we're, we're smarter buyers. And so then that means that we need to be smarter, more engaged, more, um, yeah, more connected sellers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the idea, like as, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know, I'm trying to get people, okay, create it when you're, when you're in that best kind of frame of mind, you're excited about your idea, you're super passionate, you're feeling it, do as much as you can of the creating of the communication, all that stuff that goes out during the launch. But I'm, but I think I'm avoiding the opportunity personally of what you can do going through the launch because some people can't do things and they don't want to do things like at the beginning. They want to be able to do things organically. They want to be able to feel it out and decide, oh, today I'm going to send this because I feel inspired. Um, but you can't do that. You can't allow you can't do that unless you kind of n have some tools to stay in that calm place during your launch to stay in that passionate, engaged place during your launch. So maybe what I've been teaching, because I see people getting so crazed. Um, I'm sure you do too. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been crazed myself. Yeah, and I'm, and, and, you I'm know, thinking about like, myself too. <laughs> like, and hey. and mo most launches feel that way to me still, you know, it's kind of yeah. like, oh my God, you know, and I, I even get there too. So I, I really understand that place and also understand that place of um, the, the dissonance or the disconnect between like wanting to do it ahead of time, wanting to do it in the moment, wanting to shift yeah. gears based on what's happening. You know, there's been so many times that I'm like, it's not happening. I need to change something, Yeah, you know, or, and, and so, yeah, I mean, the anxiety with launches, is like massive. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it's important to kind of have that baseline of how, how you come out 
how you come out of the gates during a launch with that mag like being as magnetic as possible, being as aligned really as possible. Um, so I don't know if you're going to be able to do this. I don't know how, how we're going to go through this today, but maybe can we go through some of the, some of the, just even just like a few really broad phases during the launch and kind of talk about like some things we might be able to do. And if you have resources, you can share those or if there's something sure. that we can easily just do right here together. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Okay. Um, I've never done this before where we did that, like where I've done this like this. So um, <laughs> I'm like, am I saying it correctly and <laughs> stuff? But, but really, okay. So I was going to start with like before you're, before you're even launching when you're kind of creating all the stuff, you're, you know, making your plans and checking off your to-do list and all that stuff, assuming that that's what you're doing. Um, I think it's easy to get overwhelmed during that place. But that's really where we, we can actually start kind of, I think, flexing that muscle and, and practicing how we're going to stay in that. I'm just going to keep using the word magnetic place. Mm-hmm. What would you yeah. what would you say to someone who is okay? I'm overwhelmed, but I don't want this to get into my you know my social media that I'm writing today or this podcast yeah. interview that I'm doing. Um, yeah, so I think there's a couple things that come to mind for that. I think it would be important for the person to understand where their overwhelm is coming from, because if it's simply about taskmaster overwhelm, like there's so much on my plate, it's making me feel like so stressed out. Um, I think, you know, and you probably already talk about this kind of stuff, but I think the first thing to do there is to be really diligent with your calendar and to, you know, map things out so that it feels manageable and that doable, you real. doable <laughs> and, and real, you know, like I find for myself, if I don't know specifically what needs to get done, I just know like a thousand things need to get done. I'm way more overwhelmed than I'm like, okay, today this chunk is going to be spent doing social. This chunk is going to be spent marketing emails. This chunk is going to, you know. Yeah. So I think there's a really practical thing in that. But I think the energetic part of that is I know for me, I tend to feel the most overwhelmed in the beginning when I don't feel like I know exactly what I want to do. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it could be like, I want to do a course on broad X idea, you know, but it's kind of like, okay, like what specifically is that? And so in that place, I would suggest somebody doing, um, checking in with themselves with a clarity or guidance meditation or something like that, where you're like, okay, source, tell me, tell me what I'm supposed to bring to the world right now. Um, point me in the right direction. And so, you know, I think it's a combo of, this energetic place, but also this very tangible specific place. Like if you're already beyond that and you've already picked it, then honestly, I feel like that overwhelm has a lot to do, which is task mastering. And then if you're in that place where you already know what you want, then you can, you can do some like calming, um, de-stressing breaths. So I'm mm -hmm. happy to teach, teach that right now, which I feel like no matter what phase we're in, we're going to use this oh, absolutely. breath. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, it, I mean, there are definitely times that I, I know that we, if you've ever launched anything before, there's always like plenty of times during the launch where things get quiet <laughs> and you're like, oh no, what happened? What do I do? Um, so I would love that. I would love just some, you know, stress relief at for anything, for anything yeah. during a launch. 
Yeah. So, um, there's this really simple breath, uh, you can do and it, it has, um, and you can do it anywhere. So it's basically you do eight sniffs in through the nose. So like eight of those, and then you do one powerful out exhale stroke through the nose. So you do it, you continue that breath for you know, three minutes, seven minutes, 11 minutes, however long, but what this does. So, so pranayam, that's basically breathing. Um, prana is life force breath. It's the thing that keeps us alive. Um, the more prana we have, the more alive we feel. And so what we're doing, it's also, um, also breath is like, it's calming when we have these fight or flight, um, ways of being, that's what stress is. It's a fight. It's a fight or flight. So it, sure. it raises For our sure. adrenaline. It raises our heartbeat. It raises all this stuff. So what we are trying to do when you do these pranayama or these breaths is you're regulating your heartbeat. You're, you're clearing this prana. You're being intentional with the prana instead of letting the prana and the adrenaline and the breath and everything take over your life and just be like, Oh my God, like I, feel so frazzled. That's when people like to grab a glass of wine or something to calm them down. Yeah. Um, but that, those are, those are band-aids, you know, because the thing is, is the thing that's actually happening is not what you're dealing with. You're dealing with the result of what's happening. So your heart rate is racing. So what you can do with these breaths is you can regulate, you can self-regulate and calm yourself down. So it's eight sniffs in through the nose One powerful stroke out through the nose. And it that's it. Okay, I'm I'm on it. If you guys hear me breathing <laughs> on any of the upcoming podcasts, <laughs> it's because I'm stressed. Um, but that is a great one. I actually do agree, like anytime that I'm feeling overwhelmed or just even physically just stressed, like I can actually feel it in my body. If I go to any type of just intentional breathing it usually helps but I have never tried this so I'm definitely going to try that um you know it was actually as you were doing that I was wondering okay so during the launch for the 40-day meditation challenge I was watching you on Instagram stories and I thought I wonder what she does to get her energy like that like how do you go how do you like is there something that you do? Is there some kind of thing that you do to get yourself into that into that space where you know that people are going to stop on your stories? Because even now, it's like easy to click through people's stories. You know, like, click, 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 yeah, 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 bye. You know, and instead of going, oh, what's Sally up to? Yeah, that's a really interesting question because I don't know what why people stop. Um, you know, like I could ask <laughs> you why I could ask you why you stopped. Um but, you know, it's really interesting. I've been doing the meditation I was selling for a month before I sold it, you know. So I was already focusing my attention on being magnetic and enchanting. And I love the word enchanting because enchanting, I looked it up, I I looked it up online on, on, in the dictionary and I was like, what does enchanting actually mean? And it means um, irresistible and adorable and... Um, you know, magnetic. And so I was like, that's really interesting what I'm doing in enchanting and magnetic personalities. I'm becoming irresistible to people. And so, you know, I wouldn't go on stories and be like, okay, I'm going to be irresistible right now. It would be more like, did you do a meditation maybe before? 
Well, I do meditation. I do a meditation every day. And but so did you do them? Do you think that you did them right before those or you just did them at your normal time? I do them at my the normal place? time. Yeah, I do. I do them at my normal time. And, you know, I'm kind of of the school of thought as far as marketing goes, where, um, you know, I'm not very traditional. Like I don't plan things out ahead of time that well. Like I, I'm one of those where it's like, <laughs> I'm just not good at that. And yeah. I find that what really speaks to people is when I'm really honest and really, um, like genuine and sincere. And a lot of times that just happens in the moments. Like I will literally get an email from somebody who just had this amazing thing happen to them from the meditation. And I want to share it with people because I want them to see what's possible. And I really care about that. And so I think that comes across or, you know, when it's just kind of like, sharing the behind the scenes of the launch of like, Oh my God, I'm at the coffee shop again for the sixth hour in a row again. You know, (laughs) my eyeballs are about to fall out, but I care so much about this that I'm so excited to bring it to you. You know? And I think that, I think that, um, without, without being so like, I, I find for myself, if I'm too attached to, outcomes. Like if I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on stories. So I'm going to do a meditation right before it. And that means I want people to do this. You know, if I'm too attached to to that, that energy actually repels people because it's too desperate. Yeah. It's too desperate. You know, it's kind of like, okay, I need this to happen in order for my ego to feel like I'm valuable, you know? And oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so if I remove that part of it and I just do the thing like regularly, then it covers me. And so it kind of puts me in this place of where inspiration shows up to me in, in really in ways that's really inspiring to me. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, I just had this thought I should totally do this thing. You know, where I feel like is a very different way to manifest than, okay, guys, I'm going online. I better get, yeah, you know, 10 people to sign up from this or else it wasn't worth it. You know, to me, I feel like just being in the energy of the meditations that I do regularly kind of puts me in this space of, um, of, of getting those, those messages, getting that inspiration and then sharing that with people in a really sincere and honest way that, that connects, I think connects them to me. I and I think so. <laughs> and it, it's <laughs> been interesting so. because this last launch, it, I was doing the, the enchanting and magnetic personality meditation while I was launching and I got more, um, feedback, more calls, more people wanting to collaborate with me, more, clients, frankly, um, and more engaged clients and more people that are doing it. Um, you know, you know how people sign up for things and then they just don't do them. Right. I mean, that's, that's common. That's going to happen no matter what you do. Um, but I've been having more engagement and it's been so interesting because I'm like, wow, maybe it was because I was putting myself in that magnetic place. I don't know. Well, I think that, um, the magnetic enchanting, that place really is a place of calm, honesty, caring, like you could just list all the things when people feel like you are that person, you are that, like they can, they're, that they can, they can trust that you're not going to be this abrasive kind of, I'm here to sell you this, 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 this. Totally. Unless of course that's your thing, which if that's your truth too, then of course people will be attracted to that if they're attracted to that kind of energy. So I, I mean, I think it's interesting. And as you were as you were talking, I was also thinking right before, you know, I had a small group come here a couple of weeks ago or in mid-January. And before they came, 
like, honestly, I didn't plan a ton out. Like I, I had the time set for this live event, but my, my feeling for myself and I kept kind of just thinking about this and kept, I actually said it out loud. I think when I was driving in my car, cause I often talk to myself um, <laughs> and I'm just like, I just want them to feel taken care of. I want them to have an amazing time. I want to give them that great experience. I want them to know how much I appreciate them coming here. That's it. And it was definitely a, it it went into the weekend and I just felt so great. And everyone walked away feeling so great yeah. because it wasn't like, okay, next speaker, next thing. Like we even like first day kind of like went to the wind because we, because I realized what they needed in that moment. And I just let them have it, (laughs) what they want, what they needed. And what, what I love about what you're saying is, you know, it sounds like you really tapped into what they need is to be seen and to feel connected and to be heard. And yes, you know, honestly, that's what everybody wants in the world. You know, that's why we seek love. That's why we, you know, want a partner. That's why we have problems with our parents. That's why, you know, like with our kids, I mean, because essentially at the end of the day, we want to feel seen, we want to feel heard, we want to feel connected. And I, I think the human part of launching sometimes gets lost when we're so worried about all the details. And, you know, if we put ourselves in the energy of that, which is what you just did, you're like, these people, you know, want to feel taken care of. And that's what I want to give to them. Mm -hmm. And so if you become the person that embodies that, then they feel that. And then all of the other things are just extra amazing, mind-blowing bonuses. Like, oh my God, and I get a speaker. Wow. You know, instead of it being like, yeah, I'm going to bring you through this experience and you are going to get X, Y, Z result. And if you don't, then <laughs> here's I your failed. outcome, <laughs> here's your outcome, you know? And, and I think that because of so much that's going on in social media and we have so much access to everything, the humanness is, is left out a lot. And so when it comes in, I think that really affects people and it touches them in a way that, you know, the perfect copy doesn't always yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, even though we, we just at the, at the very beginning of this little kind of this little paragraph in our conversation, like the truth is about all of the phases of the launch. It is it is just about coming back to this place. And I love how you said, you know, I'll just get an email and I just like something someone experienced that I think is so oh, my gosh, the other people need to hear this or, you know, I really want to just share this person's win or what they're going through. I want them to know I heard them, um, whatever the case is. And I think that coming back to that place of service, like what you said at the very beginning, that's, that's what it's about. Yes. And, and meditation is a way to get there because you're able to just, you know, I, I feel like there's so many things in in um, establishing that habit. You know, like yeah. the discipline. The discipline is a big one because I it's think it's huge. I think commitment. a lot of people, yeah, commitment. Yes, commitment, and it's also you know what people might define meditation in really different ways, and so I don't want to say there's one definition. You know, for me, the way I look at it is what meditating actually does for me is it it's truth. It's a truth serum. So it's a way for me to explore what's actually happening and my own truths. And so when I'm in that space doing that all the time, you know, I'm going to be launching things that are true for me. (laughs) You know, I'm going to be saying things on social media that are coming from a really grounded, true, authentic place, because for me, that's what it does. You know, it, 
it shows you yourself and it shows you your thoughts and it shows you your habits and patterns. I mean, it will show you that when things get annoying or boring or hard, you want to give up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that, that, you know, I freak out. (laughs) <laughs> or freak out, you know, or, or think that you're doing it wrong and beat yourself up. You know, all of those things that happen just simply by practicing meditating shows you who you are and how you, how you are in life. I mm-hmm. I'm of the belief that how you do one thing is how you do everything. So me wanting to quit meditating is the same as me wanting to quit my launch when it sucks, you know, or, yeah or me wanting to not go to the gym when it's quote unquote, not working fast enough. People do this all the time in meditation. In my courses, they're like, it's not working. I didn't manifest a new car today. And I'm like, well, it takes time. First of all, second of all, it takes commitment. It takes discipline. It also takes letting it go. You know, there's so many aspects. Yeah. Um, but what, what the practice does is it, it shows us, it shows us where our, our weak spots are, our, and I don't want to say weak because I don't think anybody's weak. It shows us our blind spots rather. Yeah. What, um, we, can't, what we can't see. What we can't see. And you know, how you approach meditating is how you're going to approach your launch is how you're going to approach your business. You know, I've been a quitter. Most of my life is my story about myself. And so, you know, when something gets annoying or hard or boring or whatever, I'm like, I'm over it. And, um, part of what the practice of meditation has done for me is to get through those moments a little bit easier and be like, okay, on the other side of this though, is, um, something amazing. So I can stick with it longer. It's just, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, um, you have really, I feel, I feel like, um, I'm not going to make a public commitment just yet, but you will hear a commitment (laughs) from me soon about, um, the thing is, I feel like I go in and out of meditation and, there are some other ritual kind of things that I do for myself, but I'm the, I'm definitely very like, kind of like when I feel like it or when I think I need it or when I'm feeling bad, you know, kind of like as a, I, I'd rather be in a place of preventative as, and instead of like reactive, like, oh, I better meditate. Totally. <laughs> I got to meditate today. So I mean, it's the same thing that we do with the gym. You know, how many yeah. times have we gone to the gym, reached our goal, then stopped going to the gym, then went yeah. back to where we were, gotten to the place where like, I can't do this anymore. Go back to the gym. You know, it's this yep. pendulum. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to make anybody wrong for any of these behaviors. You know, I, I do this, you do this, we all do this, but it's just something to note for ourselves. Like, okay, yeah. what? how is that serving me and how do I want to change or not change? Or how do I want to accept that? I don't feel like changing that. Like, that's fine too. You can be like, you know what? Not for me. (laughs) I know this is my ish, but I don't feel like changing it today. And you know what? (laughs) I feel like, I feel like as long as you're honest about that, I think that's just as good as being like doing something else. Like if you're just like, you know what? I know where my blind spots are. And honestly, I don't want to deal with it right now. (laughs) <laughs> to me, that's just the, you know, it's honest. It's kind of it like, is. at least, at least I'm aware of that. <laughs> yeah. So I got to, I have one other like little mini kind of, not mini, but like another kind of question that sure. may take us down a rabbit hole. We'll see. But um, do you think that, and I, th- I think we talked about this a little bit and before we started really, really talking about how do you, how would you go about, I mean, now, now you've been doing, doing the meditation for a while, and maybe you've even been doing this magnetism and enchanting meditation for a while. Is Mm -hmm. that what you've been kind of, you've been focused on that. And maybe, maybe you've been doing other ones as well. But 
is there a point at which you like, do you stay at the same kind of level the whole time? Are there like, are, do you give yourself kind of like a little bit of a break? Do you know what I mean? Like as far as like, cause your energy is going to change. Um, I'm just wondering because, you know, right before launch, we're like, I see some people who get on Instagram, who are on Facebook lives. They're like, yeah, this is happening. And then they kind of disappear. And is there a way to kind of keep that, that enchanting presence, I guess, at, at well, a certain, like, like, I guess it's just by making this a habit, first of all, but like you were talking before about like something about like how we hold on to our launches. So moving forward, how does that affect our magnetism and how people are perceiving like, I don't, I don't even know how I'm asking this. So if, if I'm making no sense, I'm so sorry. Um, well, I'm hearing a few different things in what you're asking. Like, um, so one, one part of this is the launch part. Like, you know, it's really easy to be on the pendulum of during a launch, you're everywhere and I'm doing stories. I'm doing this. I'm, you know, I'm excited. Emails are coming in and then there's kind of that lull that happens afterwards. That is the, all that adrenaline that's been keeping you afloat that whole time is gone. And then it can be kind of this place of, not a depression. I mean, maybe it feels like that maybe. way to people, but yeah. it, I mean, I've definitely experienced that. I I'm have like, definitely. A, I'm like, wait a second. Like if I don't have all of this feeding me and keeping me going, what am I doing? And it feels That's really weird. That's the performer weird. though. This is, this is, I feel like there's, because of that on stage, you know, music industry thing, you know, like, but even not even that, just being a performer. Totally. And you know, that you are fed by that. And I think that that's human to want feedback and to feel good about the energy. I mean that, you know, anyways, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but I was basically going to say, you know, that's why a lot of artists get into substances or musicians, you know, it's because it's this high and then there's these lulls and these lows and you, you get attached to, um, the likes and the signups and And the the whatever, and it makes whatever and, and the hearts and it makes you feel amazing. And then, you know, you go into this lull. And so I think like, I don't actually believe that the point is to always stay high or always be low. I think the point more is to understand that this is something that happens for us and to accept that, okay, I know that this is going to come. Like I, I know myself enough to know that this, this high feels amazing and the low is going to feel kind of crappy, but what we can do with awareness and truth about it is we can say, all right, well, what, what's missing for me? Like, is there something I can do to make, to make myself feel really engaged, even though I don't have all of these likes and hearts and whatever's happening. You know, I think it's more about exploring what's happening for each person because, you know, to need to stay high in order to be happy in life is going to just cause suffering for people because that's not life. You know, there are going to be lows. There are going to be the pendulum that swings back and forth. And so, you know, and, and there's, I I can't speak to everyone because I'm particularly a very sensitive person and I'm also a very black and white person and I work on that. But so my highs and my lows tend to be very dramatic. And that's something that I've had to look at for myself and be like, okay, well, what would it be like if it were more gray? What does that even mean for me? So, you know, I think it's, it's, it behooves every single person to look at their own patterns and their own habits in these moments of launching and after launch and pre-launch and everything and say, okay, like what is my habit? What's my pattern? What's my behavior? And does that serve me? Does it not? And what can I do 
if it doesn't serve me to bring me into a place of stasis or something that feels a little more manageable. And yes, of course you can do, you know, if you want to be more magnetic, if that's the thing you need, then cool. Do a meditation on that. If it's like, Oh, I actually need to let myself rest because I'm the type of person that go, 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 go and never rest because you know, you can't assume that everybody is the same in that regard. Right. Some people need to push through and not be lazy. And some people need to give themselves a rest and not go so hard. So it's like, yeah, you and know, regenerate you, a little bit. Yeah. 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 So that's really interesting. And I think I, I really like that. I think that just being aware will we'll give you will give you information like, huh, that's interesting that I behave like that. Like, I got to remember that next time I launch because this has obviously been a, been a pattern for me. So I just want to ask you one more question. And really, this is this might be repeating some of the stuff that we've been talking about. But I just want to kind of like kind of wrap it up and really, you know, for someone who's listening and doesn't have a meditation practice, isn't really hasn't really thought about their launches in terms of, um, you know, energy. And, and also enchanting people and meditation, where, where, do you th- where do you think people should start in order to just like, what do you think a good first step is? Do you think it's, you know, starting a practice of meditation or do you think there's something else? You know, because it's I know actually you're really magic. hard. It's know- hard to say because, you yeah. know, my first response is they should join my thing, you know, <laughs> they yeah. should. Um, I mean, like, I'm also really curious, like, I wonder if we, me and you can do something for the people that join your thing where when they're doing their launch prep with you, like they're also getting this meditation with me or something because I mean, where should they start? You know, it's, it's, it's hard for me because I don't ever want to say anybody should be meditating because that's totally their own deal. Um, Maybe, maybe a great place. And, and you know what, we can, we can kind of futz around with the the edit here too. But like, what I want to do is like, give someone something like maybe like, you know, maybe it's about leaving a comment or something. Maybe it's about maybe that it's about that. I don't know. But I really do like some sort of like, I mean, you know what, one thing they could do, I mean, this is really simple. They could even just set a timer for like, three minutes and say to themselves, I am magnetic. I am enchanting. I am magnetic. I am enchanting. I love that. Yeah. Because that puts yourself in the energy of it without having to go through all of the instructions of like this particular meditation. Yeah. And do you have any resources on your, your site we can send them to? Do you think that you want to share? I mean, I besides the don't. besides the forty day <laughs> meditation challenge, which will come soon, and obviously follow you on all the places. I think following me on Instagram is probably the easiest way. I mean, honestly, Anne, I've been so such a slacker when it comes to like being good about my website. I'm just like not even. You're like I'm not really there. I'm not really doing a good job with that right now. I mean, I'm I'm trying to like. Um, yeah. you know, I just, I'm just not like, I'm, I'm not a good example right now for them of <laughs> like <laughs> what to do. Cause I just don't do it the way people do it. Um, well, I think though that that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people I know who are literally just doing most of their communication and sharing and interacting and engaging with people and really, really getting to know people on Instagram even. 
Yeah. Well, they, they can follow me on Instagram and, um, it, this just reminds me that I just need to have better resources for people for sure. Cause this is the thing I'm into right now. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So should I ask you that again somehow so that we can sure. have like a, a succinct, um, Oh yeah, think. totally. I was just, still on like, no, just so the- I can make sure that I, that I give the, the editor, the edit this part out where Sally's talking about pee and I'm <laughs> laughing and probably making lots of sounds on my computer. Um, okay. Let me just think what would be, how would I want to ask the last question? You know what? Maybe I won't even ask a last question. Maybe I'll just be like, Hey Sally, where's the, where's the best place to get? Well, I think, you know? I mean, maybe you could say, I mean, cause I actually like the practice of oh, yes. just setting, setting a timer, setting a timer okay. and saying, I'm enchanting, I am magnetic, or even like I am magnetizing to me the things that are absolutely best for me or something like that. Okay. Okay. So Sally, my final question would be, what would be some, a very simple first step that someone could take today who, you know, we've been talking about magnetism and being enchanting and how this you know we've also been talking about meditation but just that bit about the enchanting how how can I how can I what is the first (laughs) step I can take today I'm going to be selfish so I don't know if you have an exercise or something really simple that that uh, we can all do I do so um this is going to be slightly different than the meditation I teach in the 40 day. I just want to be clear about that. Um, but one thing that you can do barring, you know, getting involved in a big 40 day thing, cause that's a lot for people. Um, I would decide a certain amount of days that you want to try to do this. And I would set a timer every day for a certain amount of time. So, um, three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, something like that. And you can just close your eyes, set your timer and you can say to yourself, I am magnetic. I am enchanting. And if you want to go further than that, you can say, I magnetize the things to me that are absolutely best for me. And that's it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So if you want to chat with Sally, see what else she's up to and see all of her enchanting goods. That sounds really <laughs> disgusting, but or, or slightly shady, you know, check out her enchanting goods. But um, we will leave a link to her Instagram. And what is the what is your Instagram profile? Just in case someone's listening on the app? It's, uh, it's at Sally Hope. Oh, it is. It's just your name. Okay. Yes. So and I would also suggest um, if you are interested in learning more about the 40 day meditations, or if that's something that piqued your interest, I talk the most about that on my email list. So um, you could just go to my website and subscribe if you want to, or you can just type in sallyhope.com slash subscribe. And that's just a really good way to get um, all the info about all this stuff. Awesome. That would be great. I'm, I'm writing that down now, and we will definitely include that in the show notes. So Sally, uh, this has been a very magical conversation <laughs> with has it, been enchan- has it been enchanting because that's what I was going for <laughs> yes it's been enchanting definitely and I'm gonna set a timer uh, in a few minutes after we finish recording so that I can uh, say some of this to myself but I'm also gonna get my name on that list so that I can do the 40-day challenge next the 40-day meditation awesome. challenge I can't wait Yay. for that Um, and I'm sure we will chat soon, but I just want to thank you again for, um, 
jumping on and our rambling conversation. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best kind. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Thank you so much, Sally. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Sally Hope today. If you'd like to check out any of the resources that we mentioned today, we did mention a few blog posts. And I definitely think that if you're at all interested, if you're all kind of have an inkling of wanting to be part of Sally's, any of Sally's upcoming work on meditation, I say jump to it now. I'll be there. I'll be there on the next one, whenever that happens. But head over to ansamorelove.com forward slash 174 and we can get you all hooked up. Plus, feel free to leave your comments for Sally in the comments below the show notes because she'll be heading back over, making sure she answers any of your questions about meditation, kundalini yoga, and building your business. So with truth, and one of the best things of that conversation that I loved is that she sees meditation as her truth serum. Ooh, so good. Okay, guys, thanks so much for joining me again today. I will see you back here next Thursday with bells on. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.